What's up, y'all? I have 500 listens, thanks to you. So I appreciate it. I wonder if this is what Bill Cooper felt like when he got 500 people in an auditorium the first time. Anyway, um, so today I'm going to talk about defending Alex Jones and the why the the cons- the conspiracy research realm that I keep calling it I don't know if it's realm but the conspiracy the conspiracy research community um why they're important and needed shit as I drop my lighter hey, hey. um also a couple of other small things. Uh, Michael Avenatti and Ben Shapiro got into it on Twitter yesterday. Uh, I only saw a little bit of it, but I wonder if it went any further. I guess Ben had said something to to Avenatti that Avenatti didn't like. If you don't know who Avenatti is, he's the uh, the Stormy Daniel Stormy Daniels creepy porn lawyer. <clears throat> so. <laughs> they kind of got into it, which I only think is hilarious. And uh, Ben got him hard, dude, because uh, Avenatti said something about you know being a scumbag and like call, basically calling Ben Shapiro a scumbag and no morals and things like that. And uh, and Ben just came back with, uh, "You should sit this one out, Sparky." I mean, it was just the simplest of comebacks. And it cracked him hard because, obviously, um, he just beat up on a woman. Anywho, um, that was just a little side. <laughs> ah, damn it. Is the road closed? Sorry. Yeah, fucking probably. Anyway, all right, so defending Alex Jones and why we need the conspiracy research community. It's because, like, I keep talking about Always question. Um, always search for the truth. Because if not, you're going to have people who maybe even in the beginning are, are genuine and good experts who are going to um, help in some way, shape, or form either... You know, all of us, uh, or the whatever it may be, either supporting the president or or him using them for whatever. Or, you know what I mean? Like, they may start off in, a, in with good intent, but if you never question, those people will garner a certain amount of power, and power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. That's why our type of government with our three branches being a check and balance to one another are so important because the founding fathers knew that. I mean, the founding fathers were so far ahead of their time. You could almost, I, I would argue, and this, and this might be an argument somewhere, not that I'm trying to fucking be pro-Freemasonry or, or anything like that, but um, I would argue that the founding fathers of our country were ahead of their time like the pyramids in Egypt. You know what I mean? The pyramids around the world, actually. <clears throat> it was just... They're just so far ahead of their time with what they came up with. Uh, knowing 
um, to to create or to be being able to create a government and a country with a blueprint that would lead to ex- excelled greatness, you know. And if, again, if we don't question things, you know, uh, take climate change, which everybody now is saying, excuse me, not everybody, but all of the the leftist um, fear mongers are saying is the most dire thing. It's a load of shit, okay? It isn't, climate change isn't, isn't an issue, but they're making it an issue. Oh, and this actually goes through to it, is uh, Harp and CERN, Harp, H-A-A-R-P, there's a couple of different locations, uh, as well as CERN, C-E-R-N, these are places that are thought to be used as weapons, I don't know why I'm going down here, shit, Just watched a uh, a newer documentary. Uh, I guess this was made just a few years back, maybe 2016, where their theory is that CERN was used to bring down the twin towers in 9/11. But now we have a kind of a newer issue where the wildfires in California. Now, now I don't. I haven't researched these two things as much, not really at all. Um, I mean, I, I researched these, what the fuck was that? I researched these, uh, weapons a while ago, but not the, not these theories of the wildfires being, being a result of the weapons or even 9-11. I didn't, I'd, I'd never heard that theory yet. So it's interesting to, To, I think interesting enough to spend a little time on checking it out. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you don't know anything about the wildfires and what's happening out there, cars and houses are being melted. Why? While why? While there are trees that are hardly touched. I mean, sure, there's some trees that are on fire, but. Um, Cars are being melted, and you can see standing trees that would have been in the midst of the fires, which is super, super odd, because fire isn't supposed to care about, you know, only metal (laughs) over wood, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, And the temperatures don't correlate with what a normal uh, wildfire would be. Um, against melting, where you see liquid aluminum on the on the uh, on the road. So again, I, I've never researched that part of it, um, but I think it's interesting enough to check out. So that's why we need the the conspiracy research uh, uh, community is because these guys are going to question everything. Good, great. The same with Anonymous. 
we need people who will be that last line of defense. And so far, Anonymous has, has shown themselves to be pretty damn good charactered people. You know, they don't, they, I think overwhelmingly they are, uh, they're libertarian, which just means, you know, uh, leave me alone. (laughs) You go do your thing, leave me alone. So, I mean, I don't want to obviously speak for them or speak for all of them, but just from what I understand from Anonymous is the majority, and I, I don't think I'm too off on that. I think the majority of Anonymous are libertarians. They're just good-natured people, and um, <clears throat> we need them. You know, the government goes too far, and will go too far. As I've said numerous times, the the government's natural instinct is to to grow, grow to the point where it controls every aspect of our lives. Thanks, thankfully, we have the United States. But government is as government does, and it's the government. And thanks to Democrats and big government, and I'm not saying the Republicans are innocent, but the Republicans' platform are supposed to be small government. So I'm going to lay most of that blame on the Democrats. But you see... To be a Republican, you have to go against... If if you're going to be a Republican and live by those... By the, I guess, the, the principles of being a Republican, you have to go against your own self-interest when you get into... Given, get, get into your office. And, um, I mean, I know how hard it was growing up around other kids and peer pressure and shit. And uh, could you imagine being... A senator or a congressman, and all the Democrats around you are are just making hand over foot and money, and trying to pla- pass legislation to give the government more power, and you're saying no. I mean, Rand Paul and Ron Paul are a couple of fucking badasses, dude. That there's a couple reasons why I think. You can trust Ron and Rand Paul. There's the... When you hear them talk and the gestures that they do, the mannerisms that they have, it seems very genuine. Now, I don't know these guys. you know, So there's still going to be an element of, I, of distrust because they're not my friends. I mean, I'd like to be friends with them. <laughs> but I haven't sat down and gotten blitzed with them. You know, and talked about him, talked about feelings, <laughs> and talked about, you know, fighting and and uh, our family and and shit that we used to do. You know what I mean? So I don't know these guys like friends, like I would a friend. So I'm not going to trust them 100. percent I'm kind of distant. I don't. I don't want to say I don't trust people. But I don't trust people. <laughs> you know, everybody, and this is this is a thing. And I don't want it to sound as negative as it is about to be. But everybody's going to let you down in your life, in one way or another. And it's not necessarily always the worst case scenario. You know, somebody will forget to do something, and it'll let you down. You know, 
somebody will make a, ch- a choice or decision and, and they weren't thinking right and it, it'll screw up things for you. So anyway, <clears throat> um, and then that's in, in part, you know, it's the human fallibility, the human factor that people like Peter Joseph and Sam Harris seem to forget about <clears throat> when, when they're up on their, their uh, podium preaching about, you know, give the government more control. They forget about man's want. That's why socialism doesn't work. It'll never work. It's the human factor of want. You know, you're not, you're you're never going to have it where a, a, a scientist who went to school for however many years, you know, eight, 10, 12, you know, went into in mounds of debt. Now, it, I have a theory about uh, education, but and I've talked to you about it before. But they're never going to go through all that and then turn around and go, you know what? I'm okay making just as much as as somebody who's flipping burgers or uh, somebody who you know has a, a GED. They're never going to be okay with that because not only is it man's want, but it's it's uh, the dignity of, of of humans that when we work hard, we want to be rewarded. You know, we we believe that we deserve to be rewarded. You know, that's why it's a it's a I think it's naturally against humans to be to own and and be slaves because there's no reward to that you know i'm not saying that that's the only reason that it's wrong it's wrong obviously because it it eradicates the dignity of humans but on i think on a on a human without without talking religion on a human aspect i think we all naturally should understand that it is it is uh, it is something that's wrong anyway um, and I don't know, maybe I'm speaking under the guys that I've always, that, that we've always had, you know, the, the spirit in us by God. And that's also part of the human spirit, which I, I think is a pretty good argument. But anyway, <clears throat> so we need people who are going to constantly question and enter Alex Jones. Nobody knew about Bohemian Grove. You know, and I know we've talked about it time after time after time. We've all seen the video of him breaking into Bohemian Grove. Nobody knew about that before he did it. It's just like Ross Perot and um, the Federal Reserve. Nobody knew about the Federal Reserve before he was talking about it. I mean, I'm not saying that there weren't uh, politicians that didn't know about it. Sure, they did. But the 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 United States of America, the citizens here, we we didn't know about that. Average everyday people, nobody knew about that. So we need people, and not only to question, but to be the conspiracy theorist, where we're not afraid. We have this information, and we have to tell you like it's I would argue it's a lot like God's love and sharing it you know I, I liken it to a a bowl of 
and, and what love is. And I think that the source of love is God. So you have a bowl and it's filled with love. Well, when you give it out, our natural ideas that it would get empty. But the thing about love is the more that you give it out, the more you have in your bowl and it will overflow and spill out, you know? And so we want to do that, which I would argue when it comes to conspiracy theorists or what they call us, because it was a weaponized word back in the 1960s or weaponized phrase, um, we want to tell people it's, it's almost an act of love that we want to tell people what is going on. Is it interesting? Sure. Are some theories fun? Absolutely. But we want to tell other people because we want these bad things to stop. Could you imagine? Like, like when I was talking about Milo and Ben Shapiro coming together with everybody else and Steven Crowder, if they were to all come together, the power that they would wield to eradicate the concepts of liberalism, you know, if they could only get over themselves and work together, the immense impact that they would make, it'd be incredible, you know? And, it, and, you know, I mean, my, my first, my first not great feeling of two people having it out and infighting was Bill Cooper and, and Alex Jones, you know, cause I guess they were, they weren't like super close friends, but they knew of one another. I think that they were kind of friends. They had been on one another show and then uh, the Y2K thing happened and, ah, man, I, I, don't know who I side with. I mean, I, I, I kind of do. I kind of side with Bill Cooper and I knew Bill Cooper before I knew Alex. So I think maybe that could also be why, but I mean, Alex was wrong about Y2K, you know? So I guess that's why I would side with Bill, but I just wish that they could have gotten over their shit because they, I mean, you got the, the two OGs, of the conspiracy research community. You know, I mean, I know that there's other dudes. I know that there's a shit ton of other guys that were out there too. It's just, these were the two guys that woke me up along with Aaron Russo and Mark Dice and and David Icke. These were the guys that woke me up. So I give, I feel like I owe them the gratitude of, of doing that for me. Because before them, I mean, I feel like I always would have came around to to being where I'm at now, but I'm I'm going to thank those guys. And Alex is a bombastic dude, and uh, Bill Cooper was a uh, was a bit of a good old boy. Like he's he was from Texas. I mean, both of them are from Texas. Being from the South, you know, uh, you, you got some people that are just straight shooters and they, they break down complex situations into understandable, simple explanations. And, uh, and that's what Bill Cooper always reminded me of, you know. And, and um, so I just really wish that both of them were, were, you know, would have gotten over their stuff and, and uh, made their way around. But... You know, it's a sad thing that I never really hear Alex talk about him. Because uh, I know that they had said some shit to one another and, and about one another. and um, 
I don't know, man. It's just, it's a sad thing, you know, to have somebody. I mean, he was, he was certainly one of my heroes. And again, don't have heroes if you can't understand it, that men are, are fallible, you know, they're not perfect. But uh, it's the courage that people have to overcome, you know, the, the complacency of dealing with, with other people in society and, and not saying anything. Bill, you, did you know that Bill Cooper lost his right fucking leg? He had a couple of uh, men in black fucking run him off the road, and uh, he lost his, I think he lost his right, he had a, it's a BKA, below knee amputation, it was either, his, I think his right leg, fucking lost his right fucking leg, dude, you, are you, what? I never knew that either, I think I got that out of the book, but uh, yeah, he fucking lost his leg, that's the shit he gave up. So he could go around the country and tell people about it. I mean, he was not a rich man. He ended up owning a little bit of property, you know, in his house where he was murdered. But anyway. Um, so don't and don't give up, dude. Don't don't let people talk shit about Alex and, and Bill and and uh, the people that woke you up. Don't let people do, treat them as your best friends in a way. Don't let people shit on them, you know fucking stand up for him because that's how the left garners power is they count on us losing our backbone and uh and not defending and not telling them no and to go fuck off and you know what i'll make the argument that alex jones is there for us you know he risked everything And yeah, did he make some money along the way? Yeah, I don't know why that's a bad thing. I don't get why that's a bad thing to make money. I get it when it's like, all right, well, you're fake ass and all you're doing is is something in order to make money. But obviously, that's not the case. Alex Jones had a lot to risk and now he's censored all over. How is th- How would that even be controlled opposition? And given, yes, he grew a little bit more, but that's what happens when you censor something. Now it goes underground, and it gets a great big following, especially when you make it fucking nationwide. You fucking tell everybody about it, you know? But, um... Alex, Alex went to bat for, for all of us. For humanity. And, um, I think the least we can do is defend him. <clears throat> Defend him and others in the in the conspiracy research realm. You know, because it does take balls to fucking say, you know what, I one, I believe in God. Two, I believe in whatever it is. I believe in ghosts. I believe in the supernatural. Now, I'll have a disagreement with somebody about aliens because I believe that aliens are spirits. I believe that they're demonic spirits. Personally, I don't think that the aliens are nice guys. Um, but do I think they're green men from Mars or from another planet? No. No, I don't. Do I hold open the possibility? Yes. But do I believe that? No. Um, so, I mean, that's just a, a, I think, small differences. <clears throat> but don't... And, and don't... Uh, one, there is a, uh, and I talk about this when it, when it comes to people who first come into faith in God, and that's that it's an incredible amount of power. 
that nobody has taught about. So I usually use the, the born-agains, and it's not because I'm Catholic and they're Protestant. It's because that's the experience that I've had. This is where I've seen it in my own life, is I've had an uncle, I've had um, a couple of other, uh, I've had a friend um, and a couple of other people that weren't religious, in fact, kind of heathenistic, or hedonistic and heathenistic, and they, uh, they came to God and they did a complete 180, only they, it didn't last very long. And it brings me back to the, uh, the parable of the, the sower where he's sowing, like some seed fell out of his, his, um, pouch and landed on rocky soil and on, uh, in thorns and, and then in good soil. Well, that's that's the thing about faith is it is extremely powerful. However, it seems like with some people it's 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 I don't want to say it's limited, but it's limited according to them, and they end up losing it. Um, and that's another thing when it comes to conspiracy research and you know kind of getting into the conspiracy theorist realm, if you will. Uh, I don't really, again, I don't like using that term because I know the negative connotation that comes along with it. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm fine being called a, a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, I'm okay, you know. But um, when you first get into it, it's overwhelming. When you first look down that rabbit hole, it's, um, you don't, one, you can't help it, you know. You just kind of start getting a little, a little further in, a little further in, next thing you know, you fucking slipped and you fell all the way down and, uh, and you're still falling. You know, there's shit that I'm still finding out about. Like I said, I just found out about Project Blue Beam the other day. Um, and there's a couple of other projects. I mean, I'm sure that if I were to put in uh, some time researching all the different projects that there are that, you know, you have the CIA and, and uh, other intelligence agencies that have been working on these th- on whatever it may be, um, you're gonna find out some fucked up shit. <sighs> oh, there's a um, what is her name? Is it Tracy? There's a lady that just came out. Um, I think I saw it first on Facebook and then on Twitter, uh, who says that her ex-husband was was a the the either the provider of the children or prov, or the the one who videotaped the um the the acts in a a child sex ring it's i don't i hate saying sex because it, it that's that that to me that sounds like two parties that are consensual it's the child rape ring and um and I don't know how true it is, um, but I, it's it's going. It's I think it went viral, but um, check out check it out. It's uh, it's dealing with a very prominent um, group of people, if you will. But anyway, um, yeah. So when people come into the conspiracy research realm, it's a lot like coming into faith. It's a lot of it's a lot of power very quickly, and. Um, I, just be there for them. If you know anybody or if anybody has finally come around, like when I found out that uh, my buddy who I'm about to do the podcast with, I never knew that he was uh, into this type of shit. And then he, and then, uh, we started talking about it one day and, um, 
And he was, and he knows shit that I don't know, which is awesome. You know, now we get to, we get to trade shit and we're going to talk about all that on the show. So, um, that'll be a lot of fun. Thank you guys for listening to this. Uh, this was, I guess, a little bit more of like a pep rally for you, um, and where you stand. Like, be strong, dude. Be strong about it. You know, I think probably our biggest fault is that some of us, me included, get a little crazy about, or have gotten a little crazy, and, and other people see that, and obviously it's the, it's always the bad parts, the quote-unquote bad parts that stick out the most for people, so that's why we're all considered crazy, because yeah, we had a couple of people that were a little, a little uh, unorthodox, if you will, explaining conspiracies to other people, and um, that along with the weaponization of uh, the term conspiracy theorist didn't really help. But be there for people. Help them along the way, you know, to kind of go, all right, easy. Like, you know, we still got time because we do. We still have time. The United States of America is still in existence. We are the last line, by the way. That's why the Second Amendment is so important. The United States is the last line of sanity in, in the world. Okay, before monarchies and, and uh, dictatorships really go awry. The United States is it. We are the last line. What's up, y'all? I have 500 listens. Thanks to you. So I appreciate this. I wonder if this is what Bill Cooper felt like when he got 500 people in an auditorium the first time. Anyway, um, so today I'm going to talk about defending Alex Jones... And the why the the cons, the conspiracy research realm that I keep calling it I don't know if it's realm but the conspiracy the conspiracy research community um, why are they important and needed? Shit! As I drop my lighter, hey. Um, also, a couple of other small things. Uh, Michael Avenatti and Ben Shapiro got into it on Twitter yesterday. Uh, I only saw a little bit of it, but I wonder if it went any further. I guess Ben had said something to to Avenatti that Avenatti didn't like. If you don't know who Avenatti is, he's the uh, the Stormy Daniel Stormy Daniels creepy porn lawyer. <clears throat> so. <laughs> they kind of got into it, which I only think is hilarious. And uh, Ben got him hard, dude, because uh, Avenatti said something about you know being a scumbag and like call, basically calling Ben Shapiro a scumbag and no morals and things like that. And uh, and Ben just came back with, uh, "You should sit this one out, Sparky." I mean, it was just the simplest of comebacks. And it cracked him hard because, obviously, um, he just beat up on a woman. Anywho, um, that was just a little side. <laughs> ah, damn it. This road closed. Sorry. Yeah, fucking probably. Anyway, all right, so defending Alex Jones and why we need the conspiracy research community. It's because, like, I keep talking about them. Always question. Um, always search for the truth. Because if not, 
you're going to have people who maybe even in the beginning are, are genuine and good experts who are going to um, help in some way, shape, or form either you know, all of us uh, or the, whatever it may be, either supporting the president or, or him using them for whatever. You know what I mean? Like, they may start off in a, in, with good intent. But if you never question, those people will garner a certain amount of power. And power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. That's why our type of government, with our three branches being a check and balance to one another, are so important because the founding fathers knew that. I mean, the founding fathers were so far ahead of their time. You could almost, I, I would argue, and this, and this might be an argument somewhere, not that I'm trying to fucking be pro-Freemasonry or, or anything like that, but um, I would argue that the founding fathers of our country were ahead of their time like the pyramids in Egypt. You know what I mean? The pyramids around the world, actually. <clears throat> it was just... They're just so far ahead of their time with what they came up with. Uh, knowing... Um, to to create... To be, being able to create a government and a country with a blueprint that would lead to... Ex- excelled greatness you know and if again if we don't question things you know uh, take climate change which everybody now is saying <clears throat> excuse me not everybody but all of the, the leftist um, fear mongers are saying is the most dire thing it's a load of shit Okay, it isn't, climate change isn't, isn't an issue, but they're making it an issue. Oh, and this actually goes through to it, is uh, Harp and CERN, Harp, H-A-A-R-P. There's a couple of different locations, uh, as well as CERN, C-E-R-N. These are places that are thought to be used as weapons. I don't know why I'm going down here. Shit. Just watched a, uh, a newer documentary. Uh, I guess this was made just a few years back, maybe 2016, where their theory is that CERN was used to bring down the Twin Towers in 9-11. But now we have a kind of a newer issue where the wildfires in California. Now, now I don't, I haven't researched these two things as much, not at, really at all. Um, I mean, I, I researched these. What the fuck was that? I researched these uh, weapons a while ago, but not the not these theories of the wildfires being being a result of the weapons or even 9-11 I didn't I'd, I'd never heard that theory yet so it's interesting to <clears throat> to I think interesting enough to 
spend a little time on checking it out. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you don't know anything about the wildfires and what's happening out there, cars and houses are being melted. Why? While why? While there are trees that are hardly touched. I mean, sure, there's some trees that are on fire, but um, cars are being melted, and you can see standing trees that would have been in the midst of the fires, which is super, super odd. Because fire isn't supposed to care about, you know, only metal (laughs) over wood. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, And the temperatures don't correlate with what a normal uh, wildfire would be um, against melting where you see liquid aluminum on this on the uh, on the road so again I, I've never researched that part of it um, but I think it's interesting enough to check out so that's why we need the the conspiracy research uh, uh, community is because these guys are going to question everything. Good, great. The same with Anonymous. We need people who will be that last line of defense. And so far, Anonymous has, has shown themselves to be pretty damn good charactered people. You know, they don't, they, they, I think overwhelmingly they are, uh, they're libertarian, which just means, you know, uh, leave me alone. (laughs) You go do your thing, leave me alone. So, I mean, I don't want to obviously speak for them or speak for all of them, but just from what I understand from Anonymous is... The majority, and I, I don't think I'm too off on that. The, I think the majority of anonymous are libertarians. They're just good-natured people, and um, <clears throat> we need them. You know, the government goes too far, and will go too far. As I've said t- numerous times, the the government's natural instinct is to to grow, grow to the point where it controls every aspect of our lives. Thanks, thankfully, we have the United States. But government is as government does, and it's the government. And thanks to Democrats and big government, and I'm not saying the Republicans are innocent, but the Republicans' platform are supposed to be small government. So I'm going to lay most of that blame on the Democrats. But you see... To be a Republican, you have to go against... If if you're going to be a Republican and live by those... By the, I guess, the, the principles of being a Republican, you have to go against your own self-interest when you get into... Give in, get, get into your office. And, um, I mean, I know how hard it was growing up around other kids and peer pressure and shit. And uh, could you imagine being... A senator or a congressman, and all the Democrats around you are are just making hand over foot and money, and trying to pla- pass legislation to give 
the government more power and you're saying no? I mean, Rand Paul and Ron Paul are a couple of fucking badasses, dude. That There's a couple reasons why I think you can trust Ron and Rand Paul. There's the... When you hear them talk and the gestures that they do, the mannerisms that they have, it seems very genuine. Now, I don't know these guys, you know, so there's still going to be an element of I, of distrust because they're not my friends. I mean, I'd like to be friends with them, <laughs> but I haven't sat down and gotten blitzed with them, you know, and talked about them, talked about feelings <laughs> and talked about, you know, fighting and and uh, our family and, and shit that we used to do. You know what I mean? So I don't know these guys like friends, like I would a friend. So I'm not going to trust them 100%. I'm kind of distut. I don't, I don't want to say I don't trust people, but I don't trust people. <laughs> you know, everybody, and this is... This is the thing, and I don't want it to sound as negative as it is about to be, but everybody's going to let you down in your life. In one way or another, and it's not necessarily always the worst case scenario, you know. Somebody will forget to do something, and it'll let you down, you know. Somebody will make a choice or decision, and and they weren't thinking right, and it'll screw up things for you. So anyway... Um, and then that's in, in part, you know, it's the human fallibility, the human factor that people like Peter Joseph and Sam Harris seem to forget about <clears throat> when, when they're up on their, their, uh, podium preaching about, you know, give the government more control. They forget about man's want. That's why socialism doesn't work. It'll never work. It's the human factor of want. You know, you're not, you're, you're never going to have it where a, a, a scientist who went to school for however many years, you know, eight, 10, 12, you know, went into in mounds of debt. Now, it, I have a theory about uh, education, but, and I've talked to you about it before. But they're never going to go through all that and then turn around and go, you know what, I'm okay making just as much as, as somebody who's flipping burgers or uh, somebody who, you know, has a, a GED. They're never going to be okay with that because not only is it man's want, but it's it's... Uh, the dignity of, of, of humans that when we work hard, we want to be rewarded. You know, we, we believe that we deserve to be rewarded. You know, that's why it's a, it's a, I think it's naturally against humans to be, to own and, and be slaves because there's no reward to that. You know, I'm not saying that that's the only reason that it's wrong. It's wrong, obviously, because it it eradicates the dignity of humans. But on, I think on a on a human, without without talking religion, on a human aspect, I think we all naturally should understand that it is it is uh, it is something that's wrong. Anyway, 
Um, and I don't know, maybe I'm speaking under the guys that I've always, that, that we've always had, you know, the, the spirit in us by God. And that's also part of the human spirit, which I, I think is a pretty good argument. But anyway, <clears throat> so we need people who are going to constantly question and enter Alex Jones. Nobody knew about Bohemian Grove, you know, and I know we've talked about it time after time after time. We've all seen the video of him breaking into Bohemian Grove. Nobody knew about that before he did it. It's just like Ross Perot and um, the Federal Reserve. Nobody knew about the Federal Reserve before he was talking about it. I mean, I'm not saying that there weren't uh, politicians that didn't know about it. Sure, they did. But the 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 United States of America, the citizens here, we, we didn't know about that. Average, everyday people, nobody knew about that. So we need people, and not only to question, but to be the conspiracy theorist. Where we're not afraid. We have this information and we have to tell you like it's I would argue it's a lot like God's love and sharing it you know I, I liken it to a a bowl of and, and what love is and I think that the source of love is God so you have a bowl and it's filled with love well when you give it out our natural ideas that it would get empty but the thing about love is the more that you give it out the more you have in your bowl and it will overflow and spill out you know and so we want to do that which i would argue when it comes to conspiracy theorists or what they call us because it was a weaponized word back in the 1960s or weaponized phrase um we want to tell people it's, it's almost an act of love that we want to tell people what is going on. Is it interesting? Sure. Are some theories fun? Absolutely. But we want to tell other people because we want these bad things to stop. Could you imagine? Like, like when I was talking about Milo and Ben Shapiro coming together with everybody else and Steven Crowder, if they were to all come together, the power that they would wield to eradicate the concepts of liberalism. You know, if they could only get over themselves and work together, the immense impact that they would make, it'd be incredible. You know? And, it, and, you know, I mean, my, my first, my first not great feeling of two people having it out and infighting was Bill Cooper and, and Alex Jones, you know, cause I guess they were, they weren't like super close friends, but they knew of one another. I think that they were kind of friends. They had been on one another show and then uh, the Y2K thing happened and, ah, man, I, I, don't know who I side with. I mean, I, I, I kind of do. I kind of side with Bill Cooper and I knew Bill Cooper before I knew Alex. So I think maybe that could also be why, but I mean, Alex was wrong about Y2K, you know? So I guess that's why I would side with Bill, but I just wish that they could have gotten over their shit because they, I mean, you got the, the two OGs, of 
the conspiracy research community. You know, I mean, I know that there's other dudes. I know that there's a shit ton of other guys that were out there too. It's just, these were the two guys that woke me up along with Aaron Russo and Mark Dice and, and David Ike. These were the guys that woke me up. So I give, I feel like I owe them the gratitude of, of doing that for me. Because before them, I mean, I feel like I always would have came around to, to being where I'm at now, but I'm, I'm going to thank those guys. And Alex is a bombastic dude. And, uh, Bill Cooper was, uh, was a bit of a good old boy. Like he's, he was from Texas. I mean, both of them are from Texas being from the South, you know, uh, you, you got some people that are just straight shooters and they, they break down complex situations into understandable, simple explanations. And, uh, and that's what Bill Cooper always reminded me of, you know, and, and, um, so I just really wish that both of them were, were, you know, would have gotten over their stuff and, and, uh, made their way around. But, you know, it's a sad thing that I never really hear Alex talk about him because, uh, I know that they had said some shit to one another and, and about one another. And, um, I don't know, man, it's just, it's a sad thing, you know, to have somebody, I mean, he was, he was certainly one of my heroes. And again, don't have heroes if you can't understand it, that men are, are fallible, you know, they're not perfect, but uh, it's the courage that people have to overcome, you know, the the complacency of dealing with, with other people in society and, and not saying anything. Bill, you, Did you know that Bill Cooper lost his right fucking leg? He had a couple of uh, men in black fucking run him off the road and uh he lost his I think he lost his right he had a it's a BKA below knee amputation it was either his, I think his right leg fucking lost his right fucking leg dude Can, are you what I never knew that either I think I got that out of the book but uh yeah he fucking lost his leg that's the shit he gave up so he could go around the country and tell people about it I mean he was not a rich man he ended up owning a little bit of property and owning his house where he was murdered. But anyway, um, so don't, and don't give up, dude. Don't, don't let people talk shit about Alex and, and Bill and, and, uh, the people that woke you up. Don't let people do, treat them as your best friends in a way. Don't let people shit on them, you know, fucking stand up for them because that's how the left garners power is they count on us losing our backbone and uh, and not defending and not telling them no and to go fuck off. And you know what? I'll make the argument that Alex Jones is there for us. You know, he risked everything. And yeah, did he make some money along the way? Yeah, I don't know why that's a bad thing. I don't get why that's a bad thing to make money. I get it when it's like, all right, well, you're a fake ass and all you're doing is is something in order to make money. But obviously, that's not the case. Alex Jones had a lot to risk and now he's censored all over. How is th- How would that even be controlled opposition? And given, yes, he grew a little bit more, but that's what happens when you censor something. Now it goes underground 
and it gets a great big following, especially when you make it fucking nationwide. You fucking tell everybody about it, you know? But, um... Alex, Alex went to bat for, for all of us, for humanity. And um, I think the least we can do is defend him. <clears throat> defend him and others in the, in the conspiracy research realm. You know, because it does take balls to fucking say, you know what, I, one, I believe in God. Two, I believe in whatever it is. I believe in ghosts. I believe in the supernatural. Now, I'll have a disagreement with somebody about aliens because I believe that aliens are spirits. I believe that they're demonic spirits, personally. I don't think that the aliens are nice guys. Um, But do I think they're green men from Mars or from another planet? No. No, I don't. Do I hold open the possibility? Yes. But do I believe that? No. Um... So, I mean, that's just a, a, I think, small differences. But don't, and and don't, uh, one, there is a, uh, and I talk about this when when it comes to people who first come into faith in God. And that's that it's an incredible amount of power that nobody is taught about. So I usually use the, the born-agains, and it's not because I'm Catholic and they're Protestant. It's because that's the experience that I've had. This is where I've seen it in my own life. Is I've had an uncle. I've had um, a couple of other... Uh, I've had a friend um, and a couple of other people that weren't religious. In fact, kind of heathenistic or hedonistic and heathenistic. And they, uh, they came to God and they did a complete 180, only they, it didn't last very long. And it brings me back to the, uh, the parable of the, the sower where he's sowing, like some seed fell out of his, his, uh, pouch and landed on rocky soil and on, uh, in thorns and, and then in good soil. Well, that's that's the thing about faith is it is extremely powerful. However, it seems like with some people, it's 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 I don't want to say it's limited, but it's limited according to them, and they end up losing it. Um, and that's another thing when it comes to conspiracy research and you know kind of getting into the conspiracy theorist realm, if you will. Uh, I don't really, again, I don't like using that term because I know the negative connotation that comes along with it. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm fine being called a a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, I'm okay, you know. But um, when you first get into it, it's overwhelming. When you first look down that rabbit hole, it's, um, you don't, one, you can't help it, you know. You just kind of start getting a little, a little further in, a little further in, next thing you know, you fucking slipped and you fell all the way down and, uh, and you're still falling. You know, there's shit that I'm still finding out about. Like I said, I just found out about Project Blue Beam the other day. Um, and there's a couple of other projects. I mean, I'm sure that if I were to put in uh, some time researching all the different projects that there are that, you know, you have the CIA and, and uh, other intelligence agencies that have been working on these th- on whatever it may be, 
um, you're going to find out some fucked up shit. Oh, there's a, um, what is her name? Is it Tracy? There's a lady that just came out. Um, I think I saw it first on Facebook and then on Twitter, uh, who says that her ex-husband was, was a, the, the, either the provider of the children or, or the, the one who videotaped the, um, the, the acts in a, a child sex ring. It's, I don't, I hate saying sex because it, it, that's, that, that to me, that sounds like two parties that are consensual. It's the child rape ring. And, um, and I don't know how true it is. Um, but I, it's, it's going, it's, I think it went viral, but, um, check out, check it out. It's, uh, it's dealing with a very prominent, um, group of people, if you will. But anyway, um, yeah. So when people come into the conspiracy research realm, it's a lot like coming into faith. It's a lot of, it's a lot of power very quickly. And, um, I, just be there for them. If you know anybody or if anybody has finally come around, like when I found out that, uh, my buddy who I'm about to do the podcast with, I never knew that he was uh, into this type of shit. And then he, and then, uh, we started talking about it one day and, um, and he was, and he knows shit that I don't know, which is awesome. You know, now we get to, we get to trade shit and we're going to talk about all that on the show. So, um, that'll be a lot of fun. Thank you guys for listening to this. Uh, this was, I guess, a little bit more of like a pep rally for you. Um, and where you stand, like, be strong, dude, be strong about it. You know, I think probably our biggest fault is that some of us, me included, get a little crazy about, or have gotten a little crazy and, and other people see that. And obviously it's the, it's always the bad parts, the quote unquote bad parts that stick out the most for people. So that's why we're all considered crazy. Cause yeah, we had a couple of people that were a little, a little, uh, unorthodox, if you will, explaining conspiracies to other people. And, um, that along with the weaponization of, uh, the term conspiracy theorist didn't really help. But be there for people, help them along the way, you know, to kind of go, all right, easy. Like, you know, we still got time because we do, we still have time. The United States of America is still in existence. We are the last line, by the way. That's why the second amendment is so important. The United States is the last line of sanity in, in the world. Okay. Before monarchies and, and, uh, dictatorships really go awry. The United States is it. We are the last line. 